0: This podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you, yeah you, we see you, you divine human being.
1: And we are calling you to come home.
0: We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being.
1: The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context.
0: We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too.
1: And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels.
0: Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life.
1: Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world
0: pour yourself a coffee
1: or a glass of wine if that's your potion
0: and sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters
1: as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hello and welcome to the Divinely Human podcast. I am your co-host Alicia and I am Tanita and we're really keen to be here. I was like what's another word? (laughs) I'm so sick of the damn word excited. (laughs) I am keen to be here. I'm feeling a bit, um, uh, we were just speaking about how long the last seven days has felt. (laughs) I'm feeling like a little bit battered is a good word after this, (laughs) this full moon in Pisces that we've just moved through. (laughs) So bear with me today, family. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: Pisces full moon kicked me in the ass and rolled me over sideways. Like, I feel so disorientated. It's not even funny.
1: That's a good word, actually. I feel the same. I feel disorientated. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit me in all the spots. Plus, I don't think I have any Pisces placements in my chart. Really? At all. Wow. Zero. That's interesting. So it's it's a foreign energy to me.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Oh. Uh, except it's the opposite sign of my own. So yeah. I mean, it's not a comfortable time for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, it would feel very disorientating. And it's funny because we are opposites. So like you know, even in Virgo season, I'm like, oh my god, this is so uncomfortable. And then. Yeah. This full moon comes around and it's like, oh my gosh, hits you just like crazy. But yeah, I'm excited. I am excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today, because when we read this question out, we were like. Oh, this is going to be a very interesting perspective, especially considering we're both doing a lot of work around wealth and healing our own relationship to wealth and how we relate to it and embody it and just kind of move with it. So this question, when I heard you read it, I was like, oh, I think there's some stuff going to come up today. So I'm excited because If we're going through it, I know other people are going through it. And I think this question just kind of cuts through
1: the noise. So do you want to read it out? Mm, So the question that came through um, a little while ago from one of our community members was they wanted us to speak into the belief um, that in order to get value from a a mentor or a coach, a mentor, yeah, mentor or a coach, told you guys I can't speak today, (laughs) (laughs) Believe in that. In order to get value from a mentor or a coach, you have to spend more money to do so, which is a really interesting because, I mean, they the way that people market in this space kind of implies that in a lot of what I see with some people, not with everyone. I will state that, but I have seen this um, come through. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ah, same. (laughs) I think the thing for me with this question is like, when you have this ability to see beyond people's marketing and you really are able to like tune into their energy and their intentions and kind of really like psychically read them, um, you can understand that some people just have high prices to mimic incredibly valuable work that is placed with high prices in this Mm -hmm. industry. So it's almost like this copycat energy that's like, well, if I put a higher price tag on it, people are going to assume that my work is valuable and Mm. that, you know, I'm going to be providing a really high-end experience. And I think this is a lot of the problem with why... I find it so hard to raise my prices because I'm so aware of that energy that Mm. I would never want anybody to like project that onto me. And it's just really sticky, but there are people out there that have really high prices and that do provide a really high end experience. But just like anything, there's two ends of the spectrum And so I think like when we're talking about this today, it's just important to keep those both in mind. Like we are aware of the fact that people are copycatting numbers just to make themselves feel high-end when they're actually not. And there are people out there who actually have high-end prices because they do offer a really high.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I, <clears throat> I really agree with what you just said. Um, a big thing too that um I've kind of, it was brought to my awareness in the past week or so. I know that you and I speak about Victoria Washington all the time. I feel like she should probably get, I don't know, some sort of commission of <laughs> the money that we don't make from this podcast. <laughs> uh, she did a, um, I think it was a live stream last week on marketing <laughs> really interesting, uh, because she was talking about money and when people market themselves by their income, like use their income to market themselves. So like I, I'm making six figures. If you work with me, then the quality of your work is going to enable you to make six figures. And it's just, she was speaking into what a problem that is because we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be selling people things using a price point. Uh, instead we should be selling people to people and using marketing that reflects the energy and the, like giving people the power back in allowing them to see that they can step into their own power and create whatever the hell they want to create whether that's six figures whether that's two figures like honestly and it really hit me because i do see a lot of that copycat marketing in this space of this prize represents the worst that this work has and i'm i'm not saying it doesn't but i'm i know firsthand from recounts that a lot of people in this space are selling at such a high price and people are walking away, feeling really disempowered and and unsupported. So it is a big problem. I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting because that really challenges, um, kind of the teachings and marketing around, like you have to provide a tangible kind of, um, Like a tangible experience for people. And something that is so tangible and easy for people to grab onto is the fact that, oh, if I take this, I'm gonna make six figures. But Mm -hmm. she, what it sounds like Victoria was just doing is really challenging that and not only that, but like the ethics behind it too. And I just find that really interesting. I find it really interesting because we're seeing so many coaches now say, you know, I help coaches get six figures and and whatnot. And I just find it interesting that that's uh, coming online a lot, lot more. So, yeah.
1: It's easy to see other people doing it that have been doing it for a long time in the industry and jumping to that as a sales tactic and a marketing tactic and not actually figuring out your own marketing style, yeah. right? Like it's kind of like a they're just trying on the – you know, the pattern of selling in that way, um, without even ensuring that people are going to walk away with that tangible outcome, Uh. which is really, really, really sticky, especially when people, you know, pay off these mentorships and courses for months and months and months and months and months. Uh, it's really, really damaging maybe for lack of better word, Um, but also very interesting. I just want to, I just want to peer into their mind to see what's happening in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like they'd have a lot of earth placements around like needing to create a lot of sustainability financially, which would be interesting, but yeah, I think that too. I just, I don't know. I think for me it's like it's always around the the authenticity behind it, right? It's like if mm. this is something that you feel like you should be doing, then maybe it's not what you're meant to be doing. Um, yeah. and I find that really hard. Like I really find it very hard when you're in a business and you are looking to other leaders in the space, leaders in terms of they actually they've been in the industry for a long time, they have a bit more experience than you do, you lean to them to teach you stuff. In leaders in that way, and some things feel sticky, and I find it as a consumer to really like knuckle down my own individual authenticity and be like, No, actually, this is what I'm going to do because it feels right. And I feel like we're in this transition period of like letting go of traditional business and marketing and really stepping into that soulful selling where it's not always about the well, if you pay you know, two grand to get this, I'm going to help you make a thousand dollars in your business consistently for the next week or whatever, you know, like, so I don't know. I just find it, this is a tough time to be a business who's marketing, but also, there's not been a better time to do this as well, because we're really leaning into the lesson around, okay, how can you stand out not because of what you do but because of who you are, and mm. that's a really empowering time to be in business. so it might be really hard and challenging um like internally, but I think it's quite empowering as well,
1: yeah, and that weeds out the the real ones from the ones that aren't here for the right reasons. Like the fact that we are living in this time where, you know, you can't escape the energy that people put across. Obviously I know that some people don't find out people's true essence until after they've paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, which is very sad. But a lot of the time, if you're feeling into someone's energy, which you said when we um, first started this conversation about just using your psychic abilities and instinct, just instinct, basic human instinct in conversation with people or just picking up on how they're presenting themselves and how they're coming across and how real they are. It can give you this really great gauge as to if they're a good fit or not. Um, but I also want to speak into as well, just the fact that, I mean, I guess I, I want to agree with the fact that price doesn't definitely does not reflect value. Um, and that for me personally, um, I mean, I've never worked one-on-one with a mentor or a coach. I think I've spoken about this before, but I kind of, I feel like I entered the community before that was a trendy thing. I feel like it's something that's really picked up the past few years. Um, so I kind of arrived here before that was even a thing that people offered or that would that like, I guess, outwardly doing in such a um, huge way as it is now. So I've never really worked one-on-one with like a coach or a mentor or anything like that. Um, that's not to say I wouldn't be open to it. definitely would be, um, if I felt like I needed that support, but, um, just want to say like just being in other people's spaces, people that, um, especially just other people that I follow on Instagram. So like, I'll use you as an example, like being in your space, I feel like has provided me with so much value being in, you know, like, um, like there's a, there's like a, f- a few people on Instagram, especially that I'm just like, I'm obsessed with you guys <laughs> and I'm in your space consciously in your space because I just feel so much value from the work. And yes, uh, I can purchase services and do all of that to support, but just the, the fact of the matter of just being in that space and being in their presence is valuable regardless of the monetary exchange which is why I just love seeing people be themselves, especially online when it comes to showing up online, because you are providing so much value to people, um, just being there and showing up as yourself and doing it justice, because I feel like by showing up authentically, you impact people in such a way that if you weren't showing up in an authentic way, you would be kind of like changing people's timelines, uh, and shifting them because you're not being yourself. You're not sharing and stepping into that, um, just that valuable essence that everyone has within themselves, but sometimes is a little bit too afraid to step into. So, What I'm trying to say here, I think is that you don't need to, people don't need to offer thousands and thousands of dollars worth of, um, you know, content to, to give value. And a lot of the time, the most value is given just by being in people's space over a a longer period of time, rather than doing like, like a week full on, like immersive thing with someone. I think I was speaking about this. The other, the other week, I think it, we were speaking about it when we were speaking about the, um, the offering that you and I are bringing through, uh, in terms of like quantity of time spent with someone over like a focused minimal amount of time. Yeah. I feel like in, when you're working with people consistently, over a longer amount of time, like you're in their space, you're in their energy. You gain so much more than whether like if you did like just a really intensive, like one-off immersive experience, because you're on a high when that finishes, that energy dissipates. And you're like, you know, a week or so after that, you're like, oh, well, that was fun while it lasted.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, literally. And like if you cannot consistently be in someone's energy and feel stable then they're not the right person for you doesn't matter what price they put on it like if you don't feel like you can go and continue your day after being in somebody's energy then I would just invite you to maybe look at where your energy isn't matching up but I totally agree with everything you said and it's so important to talk about this like This is why I am so excited to start our space together because we do, we have so much like to say about all of these topics and I think it's so important just to have a really good awareness around one, what you need and two, who you are investing in because it's not just what you're getting from somebody's service or product, it's it's actually the energy that you're going to be inviting into your space, like that is so important. And that should be a major deciding factor on whether or not you exchange monetary value with somebody. Um it's like if you cannot stand the sound of somebody's voice, don't invest in a 12, 12 month like long container. And it's mm. okay to make these decisions on something that would seem really vain, but I want to explain why that's important. Your body and your desires and the way that you connect with people on that face value is actually telling you something on a much deeper level. And they are clues and signals that get pinged and like lit up when you are interacting with somebody. So it might be that the sound of their voice really annoys you or like certain things that they do with their body just like kind of tick you off a little bit but it's actually something deeper it's your body's way of saying this person is not right for you we're not clicking like Mm -hmm. something is kind of pinging off and so really just look at can I fully relax how is my body language around this person am I willing to be like fully open and receptive to sharing and exchanging and being in relationship with this person do I feel comfortable enough to be around them And I've made this mistake. I've been like, holy crap, I cannot stand that person. But what they offer is so valuable. And then I end up paying the money and regretting it later. And it's such a bummer every single time. But like, this is coming from experience. And I really want to share this because it's so important to trust your own ways of receiving and reading people's energy,
1: you know? Oh, my God. So ready, like, yes, as you were talking just then. And I'm like, let her finish. (laughs) You know, when you resonate so hard with what someone's saying and you're like, yes. (laughs) I was feeling because I've seen people use that as a tactic to sell. I've seen people say like, if your coach isn't triggering you, then you got to find another coach. they should be triggering you. Yeah. I'm like, well, no, actually, your mentor or coach should not be triggering you at all because the fact that you're triggered isn't always an invitation to grow for human beings here. Your the feeling and the sensation of being triggered is your like your your nervous system going, uh, uh-uh. no. No. And that's not to be blamed on, like, oh, you're just too scared or like you need to be more open or you've got work to do around there. Sometimes that's just literally like you're not on the same frequency and you're not resonating. And I've seen so many mentors and coaches turn around and blame that on the client, like, oh, it's okay. If you're feeling triggered right now, that's a good thing. And I'm like, that is, oh, it's just like, it's really irresponsible on like a coach's behalf to to say that and to express that. I think that it's really uneducated. Obviously, they have no idea about how the primal human instincts work. They're completely disconnected to that and why things arise within us. And they, they probably shouldn't be in that position coaching <laughs> 100%
0: let's just say how it is (laughs) no that's so freaking true and there's a major difference between being triggered and being invited into evolution like being invited into evolution is like it's scary and you can kind of feel like your comfort being pushed it feels uncomfortable Mm, but you feel safe yeah but you feel safe (laughs) being triggered is like the world is going to end. I'm an awful human being. Like th- my life is crashing around me. Like I don't, I can't find stability in this. It's a really unstable yeah. energy to put our nervous system and yeah, You feel unsupported. Exactly. And then if you're investing to spend more of your time in that container, it's like, what are you signing your nervous system up to doing? It's just, it's heartbreaking because we do, mm. we get brainwashed into thinking, well, if you're not triggered by the price, then it's not high enough or it's not a big enough investment for you. And you're like, are you fucking kidding? Like, no, I'm working my ass off. I'm looking after my family. Like the price isn't triggering me. It's actually you are (laughs) like, it's so annoying and I'm so sick of seeing
1: it. I mean, people like in the position of coaching or mentoring, they shouldn't be triggering people full stop. If they're working with someone, you need to be like, you should feel safe and you should feel supported all the damn time because that's what you're fucking paying that person to do for you. You're not paying them to trigger you and disrupt your nervous system. You're paying them to support you and be in your corner and fucking cheer you on and be there every step of the way. Like if you were to break that down, you're literally paying for that. Mm -hmm. You're not paying to be, you know, triggered and upset and to doubt yourself and to feel like you're unsupported and misunderstood And I think that's a really big issue when it comes to people marketing as well. They kind of come across in this really aggressive cutthroat way where they're like, you know, this is this is gonna be scary. And (laughs) you need to step into this. And if you're not triggered, then you need to find another coach because you're obviously not ready for this expansion. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Can you stop? <laughs> like stop it. <laughs> it's so stupid. And then and then they tack on like the bloody the price tag to that. And I'm like, oh it's like a down payment on a house. Like definitely, definitely. Price does definitely not reflect the value of people's work. And I think it's up to everyone's personal discretion what they want to, what sort of exchange they want for their work. Mm. But I think at the end of the day regardless of the number, if you're in a client position and you're working with someone, as long as you feel like supported and safe and not resentful towards what you're exchanging for it, then it is the right fit. It is, it is, yeah, that's, that's the defining factor I feel.
0: Yeah, for sure. And just going back to the being triggered by your potential coach or mentor, like they might be triggering you, but like, can they actually support you in creating sustainability after that trigger? Like, that's what you want to watch out for mm. as well. It's like, they might say all of this stuff, like, you know, and trigger your fears into being like awakened within you, but it's like, what are they doing after that? Yeah. <laughs> like, are they just going to trigger you and then be like, is there a blueprint to follow? Like, see you later? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. But, also with the money thing and like actually investing as a consumer it's for me I and I think this comes with like your buying style it's like really understanding how you purchase things and really getting to know um maybe your unconscious patterning around money and exchanging money but for me, it's like, I know that I've probably not made the best decision if I see something and buy it within that same day. And it's like a really fast paced kind of transaction. Mm -hmm. That's for me personally, but I know other people, they get really lit up in that aspect and they make their most aligned decisions. So it's just about kind of understanding how you're operating and how you work with, with that sort of stuff as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like as well, another thing to look out for or to just to be conscious of as well, when you're looking for people to work with or someone to support you, there's this, there's this belief that you should work with somebody who has like suit, like this super, super successful, like six figure business. Um, and they use that as like marketing, like, Oh, do you want to make six figures too? And it's like, well, you can't sell someone your personal blueprint because they're not you and your energetic makeup is so completely different depending on who you are that no matter what steps you are telling this, like your client to take or to do, or any advice you're giving on like how you did it, that shouldn't come into your value that you're giving people because it is simply not going to work the same for that person. So I find it's actually quite a lazy way to support somebody. (laughs) They're like, Oh yeah, this is what I did. Try this on for size. (laughs) It's just, I find it really lazy. Mm. Um, and that needs to change in this industry because We're, we're different. We're not going to do that. And I know so many people who don't necessarily make six figures who sometimes don't even make like five figures that I can just tell like psychically, intuitively, just energy wise, when I'm in their space, I'm like, fuck, you would be, you are such a good Coach, you're such a good mentor. Like, I know the people you're working with. I can see how much they've grown. Like, yes, you're not driving around in a Ferrari and own a beach house, but you have supported people to actually step into their power and to take the power back and to really make some huge shifts in in their lives. And that's not dependent on your journey and your own accolades at all. And I think that that's also what puts people off in the industry too. as coaches and mentors who are coming into the industry and stepping into it. We can look at ourselves and go, Oh fuck. Like I was struggling financially, you know, the other week (laughs) I had like a really tough week, you know, a few weeks ago, but how like that makes me really unworthy to be able to coach other people. No, it doesn't. I truly, truly believe that has nothing to do with that at all. I feel like it's just about how you navigate life in general yeah. and the tools and and what you put forward to move through things and to just to take the courage to step into being yourself mm. is what they, that's the tool belt that you need to be able to bring through any sort of success and abundance. It's not it's not your your triumphs and your accolades, and that's not what we should be selling when we're trying to get people in to work with them. Um, and it's, it puts people off. It puts like the smaller businesses in this space. It really makes us feel really unworthy of being in that position, but I'm just, yeah, if you're listening to this and and you feel like resonance with this, just know that you are so worthy. If you genuinely just want to help people and support people and you have a you know, a tool belt to offer people to move through this sort of stuff. You're so worthy of being here. You don't need to be a millionaire. Or <laughs> we'll have
0: like savings in the bank and have like yes. everything lined up. Like, yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, It is. And it's crazy because as a human being, you're not always going to see your strengths and your gifts like it's not going to be at the forefront of you recognizing yourself. It's just how we're wired. Mm -hmm. So for you, you might be thinking, oh, I have nothing to offer. I need to be more like this person who does have the six figure business and the beautiful car and the beautiful house and the beautiful this and that. But it's like, can you look a little deeper inside yourself and just for a minute, accept that you are worthy just because you're here and just because mm-hmm. of that desire. It's like, I see so many women ignoring their desire to be in this space and hiding behind the static post, And it's like, your yeah. desire should be like, <laughs> result enough that you are worthy to be in this space. You shouldn't need money. You shouldn't need the whole hundred testimonials. You shouldn't need (laughs) people to continue to tell you that you're worthy of being in this this space. Your desire telling you, I want to be here should be enough for you to be like, yes. Okay. I'm going to be here. And people who are sharing their success and accolades and results that's all they're sharing, right? I don't yeah. see them sharing shit. I don't have any money in my bank account. I wasn't able to pay my phone bill this month. Yeah. Like, they're not sharing that side, and I'm sure.
1: A hundred percent, and you know, half of them, probably more than half of them. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a on a whim here and say probably like eighty percent of these people are like. Young and have no kids, like no, like a lot of them are still living at home with their parents. Like they don't have mortgages. Like they're like, whoo, have nothing, no bills to pay for. Hundred percent. Like I want to know how. how, Like from like if I was looking for somebody to be my mentor, I would be like, okay, I want to hear from that woman who has three kids who struggled to get up last week because two of them were sick the other one like had to go to daycare um she also has uh, a 9 to 5 on the side yet she's still running her business here and fucking killing it and she shows up all, like authentically and humbly and feels like she just wants to be on my level that's the sort of person that I want to work with yep. not <laughs> take my money <laughs> not the person that wakes up and goes I've spent five hours to myself. Oh, to oh my God, don't even start. Balance my life out. My morning routine consists of a five hour practice. Like,
0: I'm crying because I literally have heard this about a million times. And if you know who we're talking about in this space, like, that is so fucking frustrating. And you know what's like hit me when you said that? It's like, this is why. I regret making that purchase to that very expensive coaching company that like, if you guys know the story, like I paid 10 grand for coaching. And as you were saying that before, I was like, I signed up to learn from a man (laughs) to begin with nothing against men, but men teaching business very different to me a woman who had a newborn kid and yeah. is working a 95 yeah. like yeah. there's just a difference there and I'm not saying yeah. he doesn't have incredible wisdom and he doesn't have really great practices but for where I was and the business that I want to create very out of alignment and it's like yeah. you do you get caught up in the hype and you get caught up in the potential results that they can give you you get caught up in in their life but it can be so extreme different that where you are today makes you feel like if I'm not there, I'm not worthy of anything. And Mm. that just sucks. Like that feedback is just really crap, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people in this space kind of only cater to a very, very small niche of people who live certain lifestyles. And I, you know, it's really sad because the people that do miss out are, like the most beautiful, gifted, like people that have so much to offer. And the majority of them are like mums with kids and like that run busy lives and that just really have so much to give to people, but just don't have the support to encourage that through to, to allow them to step into that and, you know, they just need people that are going to hand the power back to them instead of take it and make them feel even more unempowered and uninspired. Um, I just, it's very, very limited, you know, the people that can actually work with these coaches, you know, especially when they're handing out crazy, crazy advice. Like, um, like for example, I was speaking to one of my friends, um, yeah, only yesterday. And I was saying like, isn't it crazy when people are like, you can't fulfill, I'm pretty sure you and I have spoken about this before as well. When people are like, you know, if you are really committed to your, your business and you really want to be successful, then you have to quit your other job. You just have to quit it. And I'm like, okay, but how do I feed my kids? And, um, who's going to pay my mortgage? <laughs> like, it's like I've I, got, it's it okay out. for you. You're living at home or like in a share house without any mortgage and you have no actual responsibilities in your life, but like, I have to keep people alive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like quite sorry. literally, I have
0: to keep human beings with heartbeats <laughs> alive,
1: fed. <laughs> that is just wild like okay I'll just quit my job fuck it and then you know what happens you
0: step into your business shit scared that if it doesn't work you're a big fat failure and you bring in all of these fears and these projections not only from you but from your coach and you actually create an ecosystem of like fear and scarcity and you're projecting Mm -hmm. that into the people that you're trying to attract like that is why
1: and
0: it's so annoying because I was also fed that around like well if you take your business seriously and you want a wildly successful (laughs) business and you really want to create an impact then you have to you have to leave your job and I felt so ashamed that I was still working in my corporate job in financial planning and that I was running this spiritual business. I felt Mm -hmm. so much imposter syndrome and I kept asking my guides. I remember they were getting so annoyed with me, like asking them, (laughs) when am I going to leave? When is it going to be the right time to go? They're like, shut up. Like just trust the process. And it's taken me four years, four years to understand that actually I'm meant to be in this corporate job. Mm-hmm. And I just, and I know it's because I'm still working through a lot of internal stuff, but, and the same breath, if you feel called to fully dive into your business, you have to trust that. This is about trusting that alignment yeah. and that support system around you. If you feel like you're going to be thrive while working a nine to five and having the business on the side doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Doesn't mean it's going to be comfortable. But if you feel safe and supported doing that, you have to trust that that's your path. And same Absolutely. goes on the other side. If you feel so like ready to just dive into your business wholeheartedly and you feel safe and supported to do that, again, it's not going to be easy. It might feel scary then you have to trust that's okay too. But never let anybody tell you if you want to take your business seriously and if you want to create impact and if you want to create money, you have to go all in because that's just a load of things.
1: Like, yeah, you don't want to operate from a place of survival. Like survival mode is not a nice place to be. And we don't actually think Probably when we're living in that way, all we want to do, it's like scrambling, you know, to the surface of the water, trying to keep our head afloat. And that's, I mean, if you work in this industry, I hate calling it industry, but that's just how it is. If you work in this industry, you cannot actually hold space of people. If you yourself are living in that place of survival and scarcity and fear. You know, how how do you expect to show up for other people? you even showing up for yourself because you've put yourself in that position because someone else has really ignorantly told you that you have to be all in or nothing will happen. You know, I think it's just really neglectful.
0: <laughs> you know, I'd love to count how many eye rolls we've done this whole podcast because I think it'd be about <laughs> two million. Like <laughs> so, so frustrating. <laughs> But yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this because it's and it, it sucks, but it's just it's a part of our industry and continuing off the guidance your guides told us, like, don't just whinge about the industry, actually do something like yeah. we really are committed both in both of our businesses to changing that narrative and really supporting you as an individual like and your whole personal experience I think that's why you know we both hate that five steps to financial freedom like bullshit because it's like you have no idea like what how many steps that person took before they took those five steps or the blueprint like you don't know how they're living their life and yeah I think this is just an invitation to look beyond the money and actually look at the person. Like it's actually not yeah. really about the money. It's really about what you're investing into. It's not necessarily always about the exchange, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. And you and I say this all the time and, you know, not just in as in like referring to monetary value, but just content and services and offerings in general, you and I have always hammered this into our communities. And we've always said it is not about the offering, which means it's also not about the, like the exchange. It is about the person you are paying for that person, for that energy, for who they are at their essence. Do you like that person? Cause <laughs> <To laughs> <super> I like them. <laughs> Like I know, like you shouldn't give a fuck. Like how successful they successful they are. Like you know, in their own world, you need to be looking at if they're actually if you genuinely feel resonance with who they are, and you see a little part of yourself in that. That is what you need to be looking for. So if someone is bringing that through, and you feel so much resonance with them, and you know in your heart of hearts that they have value and you know straight off the bat if this person can you know can serve you or not then whether or not you pay thousands of dollars whether or not you don't like if it feels aligned it's aligned you know so never ever ever I think that's pretty much what we're trying to wrap up here is that it is definitely not dependent on monetary value what you're getting from people in this space
0: yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent. this was good this was really
1: Mm. that was a good chat
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes I'm so (laughs) curious to see like how or what is landing for people in this conversation um head to our Instagram and comment on the post because I'd be so curious to see what you're also witnessing in the community and and what you're doing to change that and really step into creating more than just money but like creating relationships in this, in this space.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I want to know guys. I want to know. So with that said, we're going to do a quick card pool for the beautiful soul who put in this, um, this topic. What a great topic. topic. (laughs) What a can of worms that was. (laughs) What a can of worms, but I love it. So we're going to do a quick card pool. Whoops. Um each Ooh, okay. I'll go first. (laughs) So the card that came through is strength. Is it? Yeah, strength. So this is, uh, on this card, it also says the elk and ash. So if we think about like elk and how strong and how much strength they embody, it's not necessarily just about the strength, but they're actually so confident in nature as well. They're so confident and stand in what feels true to them. So I want to bring through that energy of, um, standing in your truth. That's what I'm getting standing in your truth, regardless of what the, like, your inner circle feels or thinks about that um, is the big message coming through with this card and just standing really strong in who you are and what you actually want to do going forward and not feeling pressured to do something just because your uh, immediate community or your immediate immediate circle, I'm feeling like it's more circle for you, is kind of like expecting you to do something else. That's what's coming through with this for you.
0: Oh, that's so interesting (laughs) because the card that I got was – The great severing Mars energy, anger, conflict, softening to love, which is like (laughs) the same energy, right? It's about completely releasing that expectation that not only you hold for yourself, but you feel others hold for you too. And completely softening into that feminine who wants to create because she wants to create and letting the divine masculine really start to move you into action not because of pressure but actually because of desire and it's about this whole process of releasing things that don't align within you anymore and there is it feels like a lot of pressure pressure to go in one particular direction but this like i'm getting Mm. like this soft nudge in another so maybe you're feeling like you should go in a direction but you're feeling pulled in another really just Mm. get clear on why you feel like you should and don't explain to your desires that you need to go in that direction like just move into that rhythm of trusting where she's pulling you and you'll find things slip away um especially when you soften into that love. But I love how those cards were so aligned. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. They support each other perfectly.
0: Yeah. As always. I'm
1: not surprised.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, thank you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Um, we really appreciate you being here. Really, really appreciate this space and, and all of the topics that come through. If you have any suggestions, please come over to the DH podcast and drop us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. We get some of our best topics through here and through the community input, so We really, really appreciate that. But you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and all of the links will be down below. And this is a reminder to just keep your eye out too. We are creating a waitlist for a really beautiful container we're creating. Underneath this podcast. So keep an ear out for more information. But the email waitlist will be down in the bio below. We hope you have a beautiful week. Bye, guys. See you next time. Bye.